Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we are talking about soul mastery in this episode. This is the season finale of season 16 of Quantum Conversations and how fitting and how special that we are joined today by my guest, Susan Taylor Shire, who is the founder of Soul Mastery and author of many books, three books on soul mastery. We are going to talk about being our embodied, empowered, multidimensional self and take another look at why we still have some hesitancy into fully stepping forward onto our path. Let's welcome Susan Taylor Shire to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Susan. Hello, Lauren. Hello. I feel the the galleries of angels and beings and multidimensionals up there. Just so excited for all of us to be together today. Yes, we can feel this deep connection. We feel expanded in this space. Yeah. And I love that you are here to interface with our participants in our community today. You really work, you have worked as a psychotherapist and you're an author and a spiritual counselor, an intuitive healer and a medium. In fact, you bring forth a, a collective of higher dimensional beings that you call the beloveds. And so with this, you use the Akashic records and your intuitive wisdom to really help each of us live <clears throat> authentically and isn't this an interesting time of year here we are coming up into the june solstice we're in that gateway that window and it's quite powerful because people are feeling this deep inner call to up level and to upgrade and to truly be rid of of the layers and the limitations that hold us back and this has really been going on full force since the August eclipse of 2017. 
Can you give us your take on the energetics and what you see with the people that you helped so far uh, up to this point since that eclipse window? Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm so happy to because I just feel like there's such an alignment between you and I, just even how you describe what you're doing with infinite possibilities and infinite love and coming through the sacred heart. That's how I talk. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So what it feels like has been happening is that so many people have worked very hard coming out of the head into the heart, understanding the sacred heart, understanding that we are here to really come forth and and bring forward. And a lot of people are going, but what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What's it supposed to be? What's what is my purpose? What what is that? Um, what's that comprised of? But what I'm finding is that we're not fully available to it unless we start getting the lower half of our body fully engaged and lined up with this great soulful intention we have to bring forward our multidimensionality. So I find that what everyone's been working with is the lower half of the body, the, the particularly the gut, mm-hmm. the second and first and second chakra to bring in the assurance and the confidence. What we call power, although that word has been so misused, it's hard to even use it anymore, but it's a sense of bringing universal power into divine partnership with our body so that the lower half of our body can say yes to stepping forward. You know, the legs have to move forward from that place, and that requires the the gut, the back, all of that saying yes to coming forth into our greatness. And that's no small thing. So I congratulate all of us for getting to this point of acknowledging the willingness to say um, all of me is here and available for what um, what wants to come forward now. Yeah. Well, that is really quite interesting what we've noticed really in this show is that we're physically picking up on the collective I had a Mm. guest on earlier who had an issue with her throat chakra and she was really feeling the collective of this this throat chakra adjustment of people speaking their authentic voice and now what you're saying with this lower half of the body really um it has to be in alignment as well mm-hmm. and this morning personally i my lower back has has really gone into a, a crazy zone where mm-hmm. sometimes i find it difficult to stand this just came on today i didn't mm-hmm. do anything differently it is an energetic so i mm-hmm. feel that this is part of our conversation today mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? You know, it's here, so here cool. we can we can open up to the universe and to ourself and our soul and say, "Yes, I'm ready." But isn't that funny yeah. where the lower the lower chakras, right? And this is in the second chakra for me in my lower yeah. back where I can't even yes. stand up. It takes me a while. You should see me here. It takes me a while to get Aww. up from my desk. But isn't I that so interesting? Glad that we're together. Yes, <laughs> it is so interesting. 
And when you think of that lower back, you know, when it's in pain, the feeling is we have to sort of curl back and constrict, curl in. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like I just want to, like, lay down or I just want to sit down. I can't be, what what is it called, homus erectus? (laughs) (laughs) Homeo, whatever they're called. But there's a feeling of wanting to bring the the soul level of all that we are all the way down meeting our place where we've used to be in survival which is oh my god to be in this world i have to survive and that even has to get dissolved into no this is not about survival anymore which is very much a collective but we're getting pulled into this old piece of Yes, but it is about survival. Look at what's happening in the world. We're all doing our best just to survive the hellish nature of what's going on in the collective. And I say, whoa, 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 if we fall back on that, that's the excuse, the hesitancy to say, I have to survive here. It's the survival of the fittest, and it's not anymore. And that's what's creating this um, uh pushback, the uh, constriction in the lower half of the body that says, I, I can't move um, because mm. it's not safe to. It's it's a dangerous world. And you could say, well, yeah, it's a dangerous world. Look at A, B, C, and D, and I won't go into specifics. We all know them. Um, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all up again that it's uh, theoretically a dangerous world, but the fact is the world is a reflection of us of our universal dimension and our sacred heart coming through, the world is a reflection of that. And if we're really living from infinite possibilities and that moves, that energy moves all the way into our back and spine mm-hmm. and in our body, then we've created a whole different reality, which is the new earth, which has nothing to do with survival. Right we have a feeling that we're well taken care of. But that has to be an embodied piece. We can't just sit in intention and go, I, you know, I have what I need, Spirit's taking care of me. Can you feel the difference? You know, I have what I need, Spirit's taking care of me. And Lauren could be going, oh, yeah, right, sure, uh-huh. <laughs> but when I get it into my the depth of my soul and my body, I have everything I need always. And Spirit and I are in divine partnership. Can you feel the difference? Absolutely. It is a huge surrender. And, you know, so I just want to use, I'll use myself as an example. And this could be for anyone experiencing symptoms like this. And I call it symptoms of embodiment. Mm, I've been, all of us have been doing such deep work. Yeah. Lately, just, um, that so far this year, it seems in particular, where we do connect more through the sacred heart. We, we do have flashes of memories of, of past lives, of our greatness. Mm-hmm. And so recently, um, on a very profound experience that I had just last weekend, there was a part of me, a greater part of me, that I did invite in to this body I invited to express through me and so to for me right now to be in physical pain with this lower back it's as if it's there's this resistance there is pushback or constriction Mm -hmm. in this uh, uh, sacral chakra 
So I'm just going to sit with that and I'm going to honor it and uh, and I'll see what comes up. But this is what happens when we bring in a lot of higher, let's call it multidimensional energy, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what it goes up against, and I wrote about this in I think it was the third book I wrote, Soul Reunion, because I believe the only wound is the wound of separation. So yes. when we start bringing in the larger dimensions of ourselves, we run into what might be called landmines in the field, just as a fun way to put it, even though some people have objected <laughs> to me using that phrase. But we put these places inside us. We have these old patterns inside us that say, you know, danger, 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 mm-hmm. don't go any further based on old past lives, based on soul level challenges, all of that, we have these places in us where we've set up this up to so-called protect us and keep us safe. And now we're going, wait, I want to expand beyond that safety place, that old survival safety. I want to feel safe to be the fullness of that multidimensional self that I am, fully embodied. That's the true safety is when I have the universe has my back and is in my back and is my back. That's the only true safety. But we run up in against these old safety mechanisms that say, yes, but if you bring the fullness of yourself in, you will be crucified. Wow. And that's what we run up against. These are soul-level challenges that relate to coming to planet Earth. You will be, you know, this is what happens when you shine, so to speak. And so we have to shift that in the sacral area, the root chakra, that whole thing. And we're we're going to do a little um, guided journey today collectively to help with that kind of thing. And I don't know anybody who doesn't have something that's wiggly in their back or their digestion. And I'd love to meet somebody who doesn't have back or digestive issues, which is all part of what we're working with here, is the fear to be our most potent, creative, self on planet earth and know that life supports us completely but you know that we have these old wounds that say are you kidding me this human world these human people ha gotta be kidding (laughs) (laughs) well that is why we are so thankful that you are helping people get through this you truly do that and on this live call today, we will yeah. allow you to um, do quick little mini readings on people mm-hmm. so they can mm-hmm. see what that's like for you. Now, um, let's talk about this. There is a soul level reason why this hesitancy is there. And it really is because of these past wounds then, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it, I got into this work 25 years ago because I went, hmm, I don't want to just work with my childhood. That's just dumb. <laughs> it will take me forever. <laughs> and, but s- somehow, intuitively, I knew it was a bigger picture, and I said, I want to go to the soul. Everything's about the soul for me, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so I said, where did our, these challenges begin that we all have that just are some of the same challenges just showing up in different ways? Where did the, Where's the core wound? And I realized that we have all, and I bet everyone would raise their hand on a call like this, know that this is not our first rodeo. 
We come from other worlds before coming here. We didn't just show up on planet Earth this lifetime. There are other dimensions to us because we know we've lived in other worlds doing other having other experiences as a soul, as a blessed soul. But here's where the rub comes in. Coming from being an incredible multidimensional soul into a human form was has been challenging. And every world that I've I've worked with people in the worlds that they come from and all of that, and that's what I do sessions for to help people understand the world they come from and their soul gifts and all of that. But everybody has this wound of separation. It's unique for each one on their way to planet Earth because A, the Earth world was already in separation, and B, got caught in a little bit of innocence of thinking that it's going to be as great here as it was in another world, coming to discover it's not, (laughs) and got caught by uh, human belief systems and human ways of doing things, and so therefore have this wound of separation in various ways, and that is the primary challenge. So the feeling is, if I come into a human body, and that's part of why we don't like being in a human body, we'd like to be able to just live out in the other dimensions all the time, or if we are challenged with being around the people in this world, I don't want to be part of the people of this world. You know, I don't relate to them at all. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, this world sucks, so to speak. goes way back to the soul-level challenge that says coming to planet Earth, you have to let go of love. You have to let go of infinite possibilities. You have to let go of your sacred heart commune, um, community that you've known as a soul. And so we bought into some of those beliefs, and so they've harassed us, so to speak, ever since, coming mm-hmm. out as physical challenges and emotional challenges and just wounds of separation. Yeah. Okay. See how that works? <laughs> yes. And, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've heard that a lot where, where people really do just want to be gone. But here, yeah. on the other flip side of that, when we look at the reason for coming to earth deep mm-hmm. down in our soul we knew we could do it and so right. this is what we're right. here to do to shine our light no matter yeah. what and no that is what. A, no matter what and <clears throat> it's still a challenge for people it still well, is well pa- yes part of why it's such a challenge is when you have that wound of separation at a certain level that's deep like a soul level then you disconnect from the resource field, like you talked about, you you got in touch again with this larger aspect of yourself. The more we get in touch with these larger aspects, way bigger than just higher self, way bigger than God, source, these larger dimensionalities of ourselves, these galactic dimensionalities of ourselves, and embody them, we flush away the old patterns that we're in place of them. So that's how it works, that we want to be able to just get, and that's why we're so keen to get more connected, more connected, more connected, because we realize it's not having that, the force with us is what makes us feel fragile and makes us feel as though the world is not with us here. Mm -hmm. Because we don't have what we need of those larger dimensions that are actually directing and guiding our field. 
Okay, so the work yeah. that you've done, it's really beautiful. And I want to, you, you channel, you consciously channel a vibration yeah. of divine love with your team who you call the Beloveds. Uh, we're going to experience how we can open a universal portal to yeah. experience our home world. I get that question a lot. So many, we have that inkling uh, that we are starseed and that we lived on yeah. other planets, but we don't know how to make that experience. You're going to take us there today. But first, can you share a little bit about your story and your awakening and how you came to channel the beloved? What was that like for you? Okay, great. So I'm not like most. I never had a near-death experience. I did not have a big awakening. I did not have to go through something crushing to begin with. Which is good to know because most people are in the category I'm in. Most, you know, humans yes. in this world haven't. So what I'm what I say to people is you can be intuitive, you can channel your guides, you can do what I'm doing. You don't have to have something dramatic happen and you don't have to be psychic at age two and a half. I was not that I was aware of. So you can start as a very normal person and have this be developed. Yes. And I'm really glad to, to be able to share that because, yeah, if we're saying, gosh, I have to have a near-death experience or something horrific happen, don't go there anymore. You don't have to. So <laughs> my journey was out of college, I went to live in a spiritual community, which is, um, that was 40 years ago, something like that, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And that was it's my way. Ago. Yeah, just a few years ago. <laughs> that was my way to, my soul obviously knew that I needed to be connected to um, a larger field, and I learned energy work there. It was like Reiki, it was called attunement, so that I could start doing energy work with people. And so I did that for um, a number of many years, and it was, then as we evolved, it became time for me to go out on my own and start shining on my own. And I realized I needed to add some pieces. And what came to me was to do hypnotherapy and then to, to learn some other techniques. But the cool thing about hypnotherapy was I learned how to do past life regressions. And then I heard about Michael Newton and Lives Between Lives, and I went, yeah, there's yes. way more to all of this, way more. Mm -hmm. But I said, he's just researching. I I want to find out what really goes on out there. And so with my hypnotherapy, and somebody came to me and said, well, I know I'm from another world. And I said, well, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> And so um, then I learned about the Akashic Records and learned about the specific worlds that we've come from, and that was my first book, Soul Mastery, Accessing the Gifts of Your Soul, learning about the specific worlds that we come from, which is more than just uh, Pleiades or Sirius or something like that. There are a whole um, a number of them. And learning that that's where our, our gifts and strengths come from because we developed them before we came to planet Earth. We didn't develop our gifts here. We did that as a soul and said, oh, I'd like to bring those gifts to planet Earth. Not so much to serve, but because we really wanted to experience them in the six, with, through the six senses. 
So that got me so excited to go, yes, that's it. That's the bridge. I want to teach people how to bridge your soul dimension into this world. And all we're, all we're meant to do is just have a, a, um, a, a fun experience of joy and life on planet Earth and feel what it feels like to be a soul that's embodied and loving life. So my journey, you know, doesn't have a lot of drama to it. If you went into deeper dimensions about it, yes, you know, I had divorce and I had uh, problems with my child and, you know, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. But um, my journey was just a more of a lotus flower unfolding, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. So I hope that helps explain some things. Yes, little mini awakenings along the way, and yes, I love and that still because keep going. That's the beauty. <laughs> yes, I think um, you and I are much alike like that. We Great. we chose an ease and grace awakening. You know, yes. it wasn't all at once. I have talked to others who've had a very rapid awakening. Yes. They wanted that. They chose that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, personally, slow and easy along the way, with a little yes. back outage here and there. that's a great word for it (laughs) good okay well i just love that the bridging of the soul dimension into this world this is what we know as embodiment so let's go there let's let's do a little process here where we can talk about how we connect to this off world i would i would venture to say that everyone listening to this show and shows like this are indeed a star seed. I hear a lot that people don't want to be here. They never fit in with their family. They were always the odd man out. And those were actually little awakenings and activations in their own life to come into this work and shine their light brightly no matter what. So that would be a beautiful experience to create a universal portal so we can access this what what is that like when we create a universal opening to our home world well what it's like is it's a feeling of going home because what happens is you have a feeling that that part of your world that's been shut off because you let go of it for various reasons that were you know innocent i didn't realize that um if I did that, that would have such an impact, et cetera. You know, it's sort of like if I, when you f- eat your first quart of ice cream, <laughs> you're like, but it tastes so good. How could it possibly hurt me? And then you go, oh, yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> Free choice. Oopsie. <laughs> Sometimes we make poor choices. So what a universal portal looks like, and I will guide you, is moving out into what I call your universal self, the dimension of you that exists beyond in the expanded space beyond yourself. And it can show up as color, sensation, metaphor, symbol. It can be a visual. It can be just about anything. 25 years later, everyone has a different experience. So please don't judge what yours looks like because your soul is going to guide you to give you what you need right now to feel that sense of home in embodying your soul and bringing it in, particularly into the lower half of your body, so you can hold this to be sacred for yourself. 
And again, it trumps survival and scarcity when you start feeling the abundance of the nature of you. Okay? Such a beautiful, important connection. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. I can't imagine living without it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so yeah. that is really powerful for many. So, so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we have a whole host of people with their hands raised. Mm-hmm. So let's go into that experience now. That would be okay, beautiful. Great. I'm happy to do that. I'm more into the experience. I know you could, you and I could talk for hours, which would be fun. But and we'll we have really you back. want to. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do plenty. So the key is when, for everyone, um, your mind is going to try to protect you. Yes. Because there may be a part of you that feels like it's dangerous to go into the unknown territory. Okay, but know that. Um, We're in a larger creative space that's holding you right now. And if you so-called go out there and it feels like it's just black or blank, that's the worst that could happen. The worst that could happen, and it's not even the worst because I'll tell you it's great. So just go, oh, I I can do this, okay? Because a lot of people will go, what are you talking? I can't do that. I don't visualize. You don't have to visualize squat, okay? If you get black or blank, feel it as the expanse of the infinite nature of all that is. So you're going to be a winner no matter what happens. You're going into the infinite nature of all that is, and I will help guide you through it. Okay? Okay. Good. All right. I love saying that just so everyone can relax and go, I got this. That's what you've got to start with. I got this. Versus, oh, my God, I'm doing something I've never done before. Okay. Okay, we got All right, so what we're going to do is I'd love to call, uh, I feel like I want to go into uh, a field of infinite possibilities for love. Let's put the two together. That sounds fun. And it's going to be different for everybody, okay? And that's a dimension of yourself. So put your attention on your fabulous breath, everybody. With deep appreciation, let's start with deep appreciation for Lauren, which I am feeling right now, and we all can. Without her, we wouldn't be here to the fullness that we are because of all that she has done, generated, and is. So feel your breath expanding now. And I want you to connect to the sun or a source of light that you know or trust. And breathe that into your breath. Just breathing sunlight into your breath. And as you breathe that sunlight into your breath, it could be a sensation, a visual, warmth. Whatever works for you is fantastic. As you breathe that into your breath, move it into your sacred heart space, that space behind your physical heart that loves to hold all that you are as a soul and all you're connected to sacred like a sanctuary.
And feel yourself expanding that light and breath into your chest. Feel that light and breath coming together from your chest into your abdomen. You have the sun, or maybe it's the central sun of suns, in your abdomen. Expanding it now into your back and spine, down your legs and feet, lighting up your arms and head, feeling how good it feels to hold this light. It's safe to hold this light. The light of you. Now bring that light all around you. Knowing that when this light is around you, you don't need a shield of protection, for you have a light that is honoring and holding sacred all that you are, and all that you value, which is way greater than having to protect yourself. Then feel yourself coming back to your heart space with your heart filled with that dimension of appreciation for this moment to connect to to a larger dimension of yourself, your soul, and your connection to home that is so available to you now, just waiting for your arrival. Just feel that in your heart, your enthusiasm, your sense of peace for that experience it's about to open. And now feel yourself, you're going to expand out into what I call the universe of you. So you might see a night sky, you might see stars, you might see just black. Just feel yourself going out with your creative imagination, feeling, sensation. What wants to come to you now, and it may not be a visual, of connection to this infinite possibility for love. Feel yourself expanding. Just be an explorer as you expand. Explore. And mostly available to receive. All that your soul has been holding for you for this reunion. This portal that we're moving through is the portal beyond your human dimension to the opening for your soul's wealth. 
expanding and receiving, expanding and receiving. And now whatever it is that you have received, again, if it's just black, it's expanse. Breathe that down into your heart. Breathe that sense of expandedness. Breathe whatever it is, if it's a visual or a sensation or a color. Breathe it into your heart and say, you are welcome here. You are so welcome here with me. so grateful for your part in my life here on planet earth it's good to have you back again and it may just be a sensation at this point and if you feel pain in your heart or any place in your body know that it's just a part of you going yes I want that I need that And bring what you've received into that space, calling out for it. Then breathe it down into your abdomen, that womb space for creation. Whatever was gifted to you, again, it could be just black and blank expanse, just breathe that as you can into your abdomen. And you could say, oh, my abdomen is so full of everything else, tension and stress. Just find a little pinhole or put it around your abdomen, this dimension of you, or put it into your back, wherever you can. Or you can just put it around your body knowing that you can breathe it in in any moment into that deeper space. You are welcome here. You are a precious part of me. I'm so glad to bring this home to myself. And just notice how you feel. You can bring it down your legs, to your feet even. But the key is noticing how you feel. And you want to make some kind of vow at this moment. I will never abandon this largeness of myself. I'm bringing it in to this lower half of my body. For this is what allows me to know I am safe to be my authentic self. I do not need to hesitate anymore As long as I'm in this place, 
I can bring myself into the world as this beautiful dimension. And then just complete with that sense of and so it is. This is who I am. And so it is. We are really feeling the peace and the comfort from that. There is a fortification against emotions. Mm. Yes. And um, you know what I love the most about it is it's not what the mind thinks. When Mm -hmm. we think of our home world, (laughs) we think of looking at ETs or extraterrestrial (laughs) beings. It was simply rather cosmic energies. That's what it felt like for me personally. Yes, I'd yes. I like to hear what others felt with that because um, it, it wasn't uh, well. Of course, well, it was. It was for me. It was like a rainbow galaxy of colors. Beautiful. And yet, it was water. It was very mm. aquatic. Mm. Um, but that was like that came in afterwards. So maybe that was my mind coming in. No, but, no, not at all. It was just giving mm-hmm. it definition so that you knew how to hold it mm-hmm. and bring awareness to it. So then you can hold that rainbow of colors. And I want everyone, no matter what your experience was, you can adopt someone else's experience. So Lauren had that beautiful experience. And you can say, yeah, I want that too. I want to feel a rainbow of colors in my heart and in my abdomen so that in any moment you have that symbol or metaphor that you can call on to just say, I want to hold this peace and this fortification. This is mine. And it will immediately bring that fortress of energy rushing into your body because you're naming it and saying, yes, this is what I want. That is so beautiful. Uh, really, yeah, the great? Yes, really like the cosmic energies in this deep connectedness and so i love the concept of using that feeling reaching for this feeling of well it was a feeling of safety peace and comfort and knowing that we can invoke it and call on it and never abandon it again yes and the beauty of free choice is we always have it to choose now Yes. Because before we might have thought, I don't know, I don't know how to get connected to that. I, I, you know, I know anything's possible, but how do I get connected to the feeling, sensation, to override my emotions that of infinite possibilities? Bring in this rainbow of color in your heart and in your body, and you feel infinitely possible. <laughs> right? Yes, and this could be the most important thing that we do each day. If you want to use the word responsibility, personal responsibility, this is it. Because as we connect in this way, we're literally opening up our heart. We're literally embodying this energy with our 
visual imagination into our body. And when we do this, inspiration flows. Solutions flow. Yes. Because we have the forces with us. And we talk about wanting to be connected to our guides. This is how they are with us in these dimensional dimensional places that we can't put mind on but we can have a feeling sensation because when you have the feeling sensation of a rainbow of color and bridge in your body you feel as though the whole universe you're one with the universe because that's how they operate they feel that way too (laughs) whoever they is Mm -hmm. well this is what awaits us when we can truly get over core wounds The biggest core wound of all is that of separation. Mm -hmm. And so what a beautiful reunion. Mm -hmm. It is awesome. That was exquisite. And I hope that all of our participants in our community was able to experience something. And again, if you'd want to share that, you can do that over the Q&A box on our webpage here. But right now... I want you to go and assist some people who may be having challenges with this because one of the things that you do is really help them identify something maybe in the Akashic Records that is Mm -hmm. holding them back. So let's go to our phone line right now. I'm going to go up to um, Miami, Florida, and this looks like Sammy. The phone number ends 4225. Hi, you're unmuted. Is this Sammy? Hi, yes, this is Sam. Hi, Sam. So do you have a a question or would you like Susan to do a mini reading for you? Yeah, I would like the mini reading. Well, actually, I would love... (laughs) I'm going to say I'd rather have a question than just to have a, a mini reading because my guides work better when they're more specific and, and can actually offer some assistance rather than just giving you information. Is that okay, Sam? Sure. Um, okay, in that case, great. Um, I guess I would just like to know, based on what my life purpose is through the Akashic Record and, and what phase am I in right now and how to better acclimate to that phase. Okay. Um, thank you for that. So... For you, it's interesting that we were just talking about this whole matter of infinite possibilities, or I was anyway, (laughs) because part of what trips you up is the feeling of, I I need to match up with the human world, and they always know where they're going and what they're doing, and I often don't feel like I know where I'm going and what I'm doing, because I have, uh, for you, you have so many uh, possibilities that you get tripped up by having so many possibilities. Do you know what I mean? Um, somewhat. So then you then you start getting into a, a feeling of shutdown and where am I with all of this? And the fact is, right now you're doing uh, well. You're not doing as great as you want to, but you're doing well with where you're at. But you're ready for a change, right? Correct. Yeah. So you, at one sense, you can, at one level, you can answer your own question, which was, where am I in my journey? I am ready for a change. And my hesitation is, I'm not sure 
where to put my foot in the um uh what pond to put my foot in so I'm just going to stay until it becomes obvious to me which pond to put my foot in do you see what I mean right okay so you're holding yourself back waiting for um uh, your your mind to say that's exactly right but your mind doesn't work like that you're more creative than that so what's going to happen for you is what I would love to see you do more of is what are the kinds of things that I like to create when when I feel creative and I don't mean just artistic creation when I feel creative or want to be creative, what's one thing that you would do to get your creative juices going out of trying to figure out what to do into just having fun creating? What would be one thing you do? I think I go to, like, just writing. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So what I want you to start doing is when you start feeling stuck, like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, just start writing to get some creative juice going. Out of that feeling of being in survival, because I, I have to change, but I'm stuck, and I you know I have to make my life work, and I've got to survive, and I see what I mean, where you just pull mm-hmm. back into, that's the only thing that I know is I have to survive. It's like, no, you don't have to survive. You have to create. That is what your soul is calling you to do is just stay creative and it will start to come to you. So it's sort of like um, stream of consciousness writing, but don't get into a whole exercise. Okay, I've got to do stream of consciousness writing. Just start writing. You know, I just I just don't like how this is working in my life. No, no, no. And just keep writing until you get that glimmer of of what starts making you your heart sing. What is that? And then you say to the universe, you know what makes my heart sing? I love the idea of being able to walk on the water. Let yourself really get free. Write that down. I love walking on the water. I'd love to soar like a bird. I would love to. Do you see what I mean? And then you start putting those pieces together, which make no sense to the mind, thank God. And then you start putting that together and going, hmm, what could I create as a job life path that allows these essences to come forward and then you'll start to go oh i see so you start to see what you value more from a deeper level than just all right would it be smart for me to go into you know education etc do you see what i mean yeah okay so start that that's your next step make sense Makes perfect sense. Thank you. Excellent. You're so welcome. I can't wait to see what you're going to create next. Let me know (laughs) because it's going to be fun. It's going to be way more fun than you imagine. (laughs) Great. Good. Yes, beautiful. Thank you, Sammy. Good luck with that. Be creative. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Doing that, which makes your heart sing. Um. Being creative, we don't have to survive anymore. This is the reset. This is a huge reset in the way we live our lives when we can be connected in this way and then get creative. That really is our role. 
and then sharing that creativity with the world. I know it's so easy for our mind to come in, especially if we sit down and begin writing. This has happened to me personally where it's like, why would anybody want to know this? But what you're saying mm. is don't think about that. Don't let it in. Just let it out. Yes, and creative means you just have to get into a creative space. And when you start doing that, then um, all sorts of inspiration comes. But when yes. you're thinking about, yes, but I have to survive, there's no inspiration. You could say, well, why isn't my guide inspiring me? Because they don't live in the realm of survival. They live in the place of creation. When you start creating, then you've got all sorts of force field working with you. And that's why it seemed important for her to have that piece. And I suspect others as well. Yes, everyone. I mean, that really is a simple but very powerful lesson to let the creativity flow. Just start doing something, whether it's singing. Personally, I like toning. I am not really a great singer, but the toning, <laughs> when I can let that come through, when no one's listening to me, I find that there is some incredible inspiration that flows through. Yes, exactly. So, that's powerful exactly. right there. Wonderful. And mm -hmm. you don't have to be thinking at that moment, okay, so what does spirit want me to know? You're just going, this feels good. Yes, we're reaching for the vibration that feels good mm -hmm. and really living there. And that is a vibration where it is new earth. And when we're in that yes. vibration, our decisions change. Everything changes. Yes. Uh, yes. The way we react to people. I was um, on the road the other day and I was toning in my car. Mm. And because of that, it was like a 90-minute drive. I ended up at the base of this 14,000-foot mountain. I was going to drive up to the top of the mountain. And there were like 100 motorcycles. came <laughs> <laughs> the Rocky Mountain Park fee to get in. And this, I had my roof down, and this guy's looking at me, and he's like, hey, there's a, a, a traffic jam on Mount Evans. And oh, wow. I was, in, oh, I was in such a high vibe that it didn't matter, and we were having fun. So mm -hmm. I just like to share that because this really does raise our vibration, and we're the ones in charge. So, yes. okay, that's beautiful. That's I just wanted beautiful, to and in. I love what you're saying about when you raise your vibration and in this embodied way, then we are creating the new earth. Yes. We're not waiting for it to drop down. We're not ascending to it. We're generating it. It's it's available, but we have to receive it in ourselves. And so if you're singing, dancing, writing, whatever it is, eating chocolate, if that's your place of creation, then you are welcoming in the new way of being. And it's a frequency. New earth is a frequency. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. that was given to us by the Arcturians, and mm -hmm. it is so true, and I understand that meaning. So beautiful. Great. Okay, Great. all right, Great. let's go on to some more callers. We're going to get through uh, several here as we can. I would like to go to Daryl in Atlanta. Hi, Daryl. Hey, I got this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What a great climax to this season of Quantum Conversations. Uh, infinite possibilities of love. Woohoo! that makes my heart sing. Um, <laughs> really, in, in many recent months, I've been experiencing a heart opening. It's like, 
just like a burst in just my heart chakra just boom just wide just opening up and sometimes I'm 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 just crying tears of joy and and bliss and uh, it's like my question um I'm calling forth a beloved spiritual partner and I I I have found someone that really resonates uh, with, with each with each other. We do, and and I'm wondering if you might have. Um, would that be an okay um, subject to ask inquire about? Sure. And what you, are you asking? Do I see this person as a a great match for you? Is that what you're saying, or something of that nature? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yes. I'm not sure That's, what you're asking. <laughs> that is the that is the nature, Suzanne. Okay, great. Okay, um, so just put your attention on her energy for a moment. Okay, and see what, uh, oh, uh, let's see, what do I want to say? Because I'm going to have you answer the question, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to empower you to give the answer. So I want you to feel... Um, Start in your heart and feel how good your heart feels around her, yes? Yes. Okay. Now go into your abdomen. What happens in your abdomen when you consider her presence with you right now? A belly laugh comes to mind first. Okay, great. (laughs) Good. Now go into that root chakra and into your sexual organs. And what happens there? Uh, Neutral. Uh, Just acceptance. Pleasant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Now we'll come back to that one. Now go down your legs to what happens in your feet when you have her presence in front of you. Uh, tap dance. A tap dance. Great. Okay, good. So let's go back. So this is where your doubt is coming in, is is in that place where you said it was neutral. Okay, because you're afraid to fully engage in that depth. It wouldn't be spiritual, right? If you are like... Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, 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 madame. What's that? Au contraire, madame. Yeah. <laughs> so feel where the neutrality is and feel where the hesitation lies. It keeps you neutral instead of passionately engaged with another human being. With another human being or with this particular lady? Well, this, this particular this... one, but the the yes. the um the the dullness the brand... or the uh huh. The, the brand newness. The brand newness of it. Yes. Okay, so there's a little scariness to where where's it going? Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. Whether uh-huh. whether we uh-huh. are whether we're uh, you know whether the yeah. What, so this whether is we're a, this is a, partners, yeah. Whether we're where whether we are the person we each are calling for. Yes. But what what's missing is a feeling of safety. 
So if I want you to feel safe to say this, this is mine. This is my one and only. This is my beloved. Uh Feel what would happen if you made that commitment in yourself. Because otherwise you're waiting for either me or her to declare it. So you've got to declare it in yourself and feel that in your body. Okay. And commit to that. Okay. Well, when you because said something, okay, I, I just when you said safety, uh, I felt like yes. just cast in safety, just cast it out to the wind, just be gone with safety, just more like a, a complete abandon instead of safety. Oh, you want to, no? You want to feel safe at some level. I'm. Safety is can be a very creative piece. You have to feel safe with another person. It's a different oh, yeah. different than survival safety. Uh-huh. But if your root chakra doesn't feel safe with that person, then you're going to keep bouncing up and going, oh, is this the right person or not? You, okay. That's why you've got to bring in the confidence of the commitment. This is mine. It's safe because spirit my spirit of infinite possibilities for love is in this place in my body, so of course it's safe to fully engage with uh-huh. this person. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. You got that. So yes. if it lasts 50 years or 50 days, it doesn't matter at one level because that's the safety thing. I want to know that this is going to be long-term or I don't want to get into it, but it's like, no, I have to make it what it is. I'm the one that's going to make it safe to go the distance. Mm-hmm. You see? Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. That's a big one for everybody. Take that in. I don't think I've ever answered that question uh, so directly. So take that in. It's an excellent one. I got to go dance to the cosmic heart before you know it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I love you. Thanks, Daryl. Great to be with you. Thank you, Daryl. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful. Okay. All right, I'm going to go to our chat line, and I have Lynn from Canada, and she says, well, I'm the one that gets the blank screen, but I could relax into it and feel the expansion, but mostly I had the loudest high-pitched frequency sound, and I had a lot of body feeling. I am in elder years and wonder if I have really been fulfilling my life purpose. Thank you. And her name is? Lynn. Lynn, thank you. Thank you, Lynn, so much. Um, You know, the beautiful thing is when you say something like, have I been fulfilling my soul purpose, means you want more. You want to fulfill more. You're not satisfied with your life yet. That's fantastic. We never want to be satisfied and go, okay, I've done my sole purpose. I I could have said that. I read I wrote three books, that's my legacy. Okay, I'm good to go. No. We're grand creators. So to this point, yes, you have done what you could as a soul with the world the way it's been. There's more opening, there's more uh light coming through to help us. Just keep going with that creative impulse that says, it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough for me. That's great for you, okay? 
because that's going to keep you young in your elderly years. Not enough from the mind, it's not enough from your spirit, your passion, your your lower back, your abdomen going, yes, I want more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay? Great. Thanks, Lynn, so much for that question. And keep going, girl. Go, girl. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. All right, so maybe this, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's for everyone who has people in their life, and we know that's a lot of us, who, um, how can we support them in being creative when we look out at the world and we see a lot of things to be frustrated about? So we know from this conversation so far that we we need to stay creative. Um, Mm. So how would you say when there's, you know, I mean, I don't know how many times I hear in my little circle complaining of um, it's the Republicans, it's the Democrats, it's, you know, yada, yada, yada. What can we do in that moment to assist others and even ourselves Mm -hmm. in really raising the vibration, and and creating. Yes. Okay, excellent. Great question. So I was working with somebody, this, helping someone this morning with this very theme slightly differently. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It's yesterday. Who knows? Okay. Um, when you see what we call abuse in the world, which that's the, one of the biggest things we complain about, those people are being abuse, abusive of their power, mm-hmm. their resources, their this or their that. Know that it's a trigger from you because you feel victim to abuse. I don't like abuse is what you're saying. I don't like abuse. I don't like the way they're doing it, they're doing it, or they're doing it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you have to own, yeah, you could say, well, it's the energy of the world. Well, it's living in you. Um, that you don't like abuse. Well, who would like abuse? Don't get into your head. Just go, okay, I get it. I have repulsion about abuse. I have a repulsion against suffering. I have a repulsion against people who seem to create struggle. What you have to do is go, oh, my goodness gracious, I'd do anything to keep from feeling this part of me that has felt abused harmed, betrayed, abandoned, whatever it is. Instead, what you want to do is go, wow, I am a... And this is where you get creative. It's like, oh, the thing I don't like about the Republicans is that they all have... um, They all wear uh, tortoiseshell glasses, okay? Let's just play silly with this, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't like that at all, all right? And if only they would just stop doing that, this world would be way better off, Okay? When you own that and go, oh, wow, let's get creative here. This is my deal about tortoiseshell glasses, isn't it? That's hilarious. Oh, yes, that's my uncle or whatever. You don't have to be that conscious, but you just go, wow, this is totally my issue. I need to get creative with this and go, I can't get rid of all the tortoiseshell glasses in the world to make myself feel harmonious, peaceful, enlightened, happy, in love. I can't do that. But I feel out of control because I want to. I want to control this world. (laughs) And so I've got to get creative and go, everyone's doing the best they can. They're creating the world they want to. I'm not in charge of any of that. I'm going to get more creative. 
and like Lauren said, responsible in a lighthearted way to laugh with the people when they make those statements and go, yeah, this is a wackadoodle world, isn't it? And my body is filled with wackadoodle beliefs, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're all a little bit wackadoodle, aren't we? But when I get creative and I start getting inspired, and even if it seems like I just see a blank, like Lynn said, and I bring that in and feel a little more expanded, then I get way more neutral. When I feel like the whole universe is supporting me, and it's not abusive, it's part of my peace train, it's not abusive. When I feel that in my body, I get way more neutral about everything that's going on outside of me because I'm full and free with creative juice. I hope that wasn't too convoluted, okay? Beautiful, beautiful. It really, so it, again, it, it's being responsible. Fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just owning the fact that if something bothers us, it's because we're not being kind to that part of us that has been abused and go, I am so sorry to that part of me that's been abused. Let's create a whole new way of being together and just start getting creative instead of putting everybody down for triggering you. Yes, beautiful. Start getting creative instead of blaming or putting other people yeah, down. And- and getting lighthearted about your your trigger about being abused. It's like, oh, my God, it's true. I still feel abused, don't I? Oh, my God, I'm still a victim, aren't I? Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. I still got that one going. Okay, fine. What am I going to do with this now? <laughs> and as I like to say, thanks for helping me clear that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. just what we hold within ourselves. And if someone else brings that up within us, thanks for helping me clear that. Okay. Mm, very good. Yeah, <laughs> Beautiful. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, well, we, have, we still have some time here. But before we get okay, to good. some more callers, I want to talk a little bit about your work. Again, you work one-on-one with people. You go deep into the Akashic Records. And mm-hmm. you have a special offer for our community. And there's a couple of things here. Of course, there's a a 30-minute personal session with you, but you've also got some downloads that help people do the work a little bit better in their off time with some audios. So share with us a little bit about what's in that special offer. Okay, great. Uh, Let me start with the session because that's sort of the the peak part of it since we're talking about uh, mini sessions and stuff right now. In In a session, I will look up your Akashic Records and... Not only will I help you with your current situation uh, in little readings like what I've done so far and healings and all that transpires with that, but I will also help, can also help you with your soul gifts and strengths and understanding more about your soul purpose and your soul challenges and be able to move these challenges that are have been around since before you started doing Earth Incarnations to start to move that out of the way and start to bring these universal resources of your soul back again on board. And that's, I find, the most, um, oh, uh, let's see, what's the word for it? Magnificent but freeing thing that can happen. And we will definitely connect to those incredible uh, resources. 
for you so that you can what I love to do is replace this it just makes me so happy to do sessions with people because every time I do a session with a person they're like oh my gosh I have never felt so seen so understood that I have a place here that I really can be all the love that I am and it's safe for me to do that it's just so rewarding for people to feel seen and understood at the deepest level and I just absolutely love doing that so that's the biggest piece is the um session piece okay yeah very liberating yes very liberating okay and i am looking up the downloads in my little computer is not allowing me to I could tell you that too. I just want to share another dream that I had. And and this is a question. Are we clearing Akashic records in our sleep space? Because I actually Mm -hmm. had a dream. It was really amazing where I was, everyone wanted to hear what I had to say, but every time I went to speak it, they would all talk over me. (laughs) And I would just stop talking. I'd be like, okay, do you want to hear? And so I just got a sense that that's like a clearing uh, of a of a belief of a sense of not being heard. So, what are yeah. what are your thoughts about the akashic records? Are we clearing those now? You assist people in clearing that. Absolutely. But Absolutely. we're also doing it. Maybe we don't know that we're doing it, but we are doing it. We absolutely are doing doing it because what will happen is that at night, whatever you are working with during the day gets brought through all the way. Um, at night because you go and connect again with your Akashic Records and your Akashic Record field of your soul and your home world and all those places. So you get go back there and get um, reinforced by all of that again. And the feeling is, yeah, if you're ready to release something, it'll get released in your dreams. It'll also get released without you remembering your dreams too. Without so a remembering lot of us don't dreams. remember, mm-hmm. yeah, don't have to consciously remember our dreams to absolutely have that kind of shift happening at night. Yeah, that's good to know. For well, sure. Yeah. Okay, well, I can tell you what um, is on your special offer if you need me to. <laughs> and I do, yes, I have it here. And okay. <laughs> miracle of miracles, wonder <laughs> of wonders. <laughs> no, no, I don't have it here. Where'd it go? Oh, special offer, there it is. Okay. So this is called, yay, feeling at home in your universal skin. So what that relates to, these pieces, are uh, a way for you to feel really good about being this large, infinite possibility of love creation all the time and feel like it's safe for you to bring that in and be that shiny person that even though you may have had lots of people in your life that you felt are putting you down other lifetimes of feeling put down, that it's not safe for you to bring your greatness forward, that you feel hesitant about it still, it's because you don't have the components that you need. So I'm going to help you have the components you need to feel absolutely confident that what you have to bring is fabulous. So the first piece is the Akashic Records Soul Clearing, and that is what you want to um, have available to you. And those Akashic, that um, 
you're doing your own clearing, which I love to be able to offer so that people can do their own clearing for themselves anytime they want to and you don't have to rely on somebody else. I love self-sufficiency. So I want you to be able to have that. So this will go through your whole Akashic Record field to help clear tons of stuff. Okay, agreements, contracts, you name it. It's step by step. It's fabulous. Okay. How often next, do we yes, use it? Please. How often Some do people use feel it? like they just need to do it once and it's a done deal. Others mm-hmm. feel like they're up against something and they feel like they want to move uh, that particular particle out of view and bring their Akashic records more into view. And I don't necessarily mean visual view, but just be able to have access to that. It's like, oh my gosh, my mother-in-law is driving me crazy or whatever it is. I would like to clear anything that is in the path of the two of us being able to have the kind of uh, communication and relationship that we would love to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can use it for specific situations. I wouldn't just get up every morning and just willy-nilly clear yourself because that's a, a fear-based piece that says, oh, I need to clear myself because it's dangerous out there. I need to clear myself. You want to do it with a specific intention. That's how the guides work the best. Okay. Okay? Great. Mm-hmm. Item number two, great question. Access your Akashic Records to activate your power, passion, and purpose. So that's the next step. I want to help you to, in this uh, MP3, you will be helped to activate your Akashic Records, your true connection to your soul, to start to activate all that you are, your sense of purpose, your power, your movement forward, which is you know, basically this lower half of that body that has been held back in feeling powerful, passionate, and purposeful. And everyone has done so great to this point of feeling more in your heart and more available to spirit. We want it to become an enlivened sense of yes, yes, and yes, which is power, passion, and purpose. Okay, and item three, access your infinite universal self. Yay, okay. So this also takes it to the next level of being able to understand and be with your infinite universal self. I used that term earlier. And what I'm speaking about is the largeness of you that is available 24-7 to assist you. And your soul and your universal self are connected to everything, everywhere. Every guide, every archangel, every... Uh, being that's ever been um, here or in the soul world. It's a galactic connection. So when you connect to your universal self, that is where the new earth lives. The keys, the codes to your blueprint live. Everything that you need is in access, accessible. That's the word I want when you're in your universal self. So that's why that's included, so you can really get that largeness back on board. And some people would call it the fifth dimension. It's way bigger than that, but a lot of people feel like getting to the fifth dimension is uh, a big deal, and it is, but you get to go even bigger. Okay, item number four, journey to your home world. This will be even more specifically guided than what we did today to really connect to that sense of home base because to feel at home here is difficult for many people 
I don't feel at home on planet Earth. This is not my home. No, it's not your home. But I want you to feel at home here. So when you have connection to that sense of home base within your heart, within your abdomen, within your body, then it doesn't matter where you are in the earth world. It doesn't matter who you're with. You feel at home in your universal nature. And you feel that connection absolutely there with you. And we all need that more than we realize. That's, yeah, we all need that. Okay, item five, Mm -hmm. live is divine love. So, Everybody wants unconditional love. Yes? No? Yes? Yes. (laughs) We want everybody or at least somebody to give us unconditional love. Live as divine love is the way to connect to that field and experience it directly. To what it means to live as divine love. And feel that you are connected to the fullness of unconditional love in your cells, you know it and you can call on it in any moment. What a great gift. So I am so thrilled to offer this package of the, what I call sort of the uh, cream of the crop pieces (laughs) that I have to offer right now. Clean and lean and to the point, (laughs) which is what we want. And beautiful. Thank you for that, Susan, because what a great value, too, to have a personal session with you, that Mm. interface time to really help us accelerate and really to be like a mentor to or even a mirror to allow us um, ways to see our own creativity, to connect with it even more. So we thank you for that. Of course, that special offer is available on this Web page. So we invite our listeners to check it out. There are many with questions that I know you can help them with. We're not going to have time to get to everyone, but I I really know that you can help them with these questions coming up from relationships to their own journey and their own purpose. So we invite you to check out Susan's special offer. Okay. Well, we have heard of the big Island on Hawaii. Um, Actually, on fire with a volcano, not the whole island, just a little portion of it. So we're going to go to Hilo, Hawaii. I don't know if this person is is in Hawaii right now, but we're going to open up the phone line to this phone number ending in 8896. Hello, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hello, my name is uh, Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. How are you? Are you on the big island? Yes, I live in Big Island, halfway between the summit of Kilauea that is erupting and the lava flowed uh, down at the coast. I'm halfway in between. Well, you're holding a lot of light, and uh, we thank you for your presence there. So your phone line is kind of affected, but I think we can hear you for the most part. Do you have an intention or a question to share with Susan? Uh, my mind is sort of blank. Uh, uh, I, uh, is it totally blank? Uh, it's a, uh, a big question, but I guess it involves, um, what I'm doing here. I came here, uh, on purpose. Uh, about the year 2000 
and um, invested all my energy and resources and consciousness on developing a beautiful botanical garden, which I hoped would someday be accepted by the universe as a retreat center. And uh, have a lot of growing to go in terms of, yes, incorporating those lower chakras, uh, which have been in the way. And uh, in 2014, uh, the universe just said nature, not with the lava, but with wind, sort of wiped out 15 years of work uh, practically because everything was done by hand. And I took out a third of our trees and collapsed and crushed our camp. And uh, we have been living under the remains of that and rebuilding slowly. Um, and even the weeds are beautiful. There's uh, incredible, incredible singing oh, chorus of frogs. Um, wonderful, wonderful wonderful nature, um, but also as the volcano shows us and the wind shows us and the tsunamis show us, uh, nature is very, very powerful and violent. And uh, so, so what, tell me it, what your question is. I love okay. talking to you and I want to hear the I, question because everyone okay. on the call is like, I want to know, I want to know what you <laughs> Okay. Uh, in that period of time. And how we can help you. <laughs> okay. Huh? In that period of time, it wasn't just me. The responsibility is now the 70 or more feral cats that have come here and that um, I am taken care of. <laughs> Uh, in addition to trying to develop the gardens again. And it is physically and emotionally and spiritually requires um, the max from me at every moment. And sometimes I can't do it and I break down. And um, Okay, great. So, so I have to be creative all the time, but sometimes I can't. <laughs> No, I understand that. So let's expand what we mean by creative in your case. So your way of creating in the earth is to take care of the earth and really be there for the earth. But what I'm feeling is you're not allowing other people to come in and help you. Uh, that, so far, I, I'm, that is not opening yet. Hopefully, hopefully, because the idea is that this will be a place of co-creation. Yes, but, but what uh, I, I want to say is there's a there's a place in you. It's, we just can't have a, a really long discussion right now, but there's a place in you that I want you to start looking at, and maybe we can do something more in a session to start looking at that is resistant to uh, people. You love animals and nature and working in the earth plane, but there's a part of you that's resistant to the people who seem to be what creates the mess on planet earth and therefore you're not so sure you want to bring people on board because it will create even more of the mess that's creating 
the destruction that you're talking about because you don't blame the earth on that it's more that there's a deep for that there's a deeper place in you that says you know man has etc cetera, etc cetera. so you want to really work with that sense of feeling that life supports people being in your life to assist you so you're not overwhelmed trying to take care of every every creature every feline every you know um uh, piece of the land there on your own so much does that make sense uh it it, it does make sense but the biggest part of the problem i think but maybe i'm wrong um, <laughs> is is that because this is primitive in terms of there is no, we're off grid completely. We have a very poor internet connection. That is the only connection. Um, and we don't have the, at this moment, the financial resources to, to build anything that would make it comfortable enough for anybody else except somebody who could oh, live under these think. circumstances. See? Oh, uh, I get not that. Too many people do that. Uh-huh. Right, but what what I'm saying is it's an internal something that needs to shift in you because when that shifts, people will show up. But don't think of it as there aren't, you know, people who want to survive the way we're surviving and, you know, so simple and off-grid. That's not the point. You want to draw people in not just to live with you but to support you in what you're doing so that you're not living on a thread of, well, there aren't many people that uh, would be part of something like this. I want you to feel as though the, the world, everyone in this world or a huge piece of this world so loves what I'm doing. That would be the shift in your heart, that there are lots of people, lots of openings in this physical world to support what we're doing. You see, you've got to shift that and really feel that, and then they will come. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. yes. You're so thank you. welcome. You're so welcome. So just feel that in your heart, and I'm glad to work with you more around that so you can welcome more of that in at those levels because they want to help you. It's a beautiful thing you're doing, but it just needs a little <laughs> tweak. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you I very much. I love what you're doing, and Beatrice is my grandmother's name, so thank you for holding that one. <laughs> yeah. Blessings you, to all you're doing there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, we are out of time in this quantum conversation with you, Susan Taylor Shire. I just uh, love the work and the vibration that you bring. We are elevated just by listening to you. And again, this is the shift within us. Uh, What a beautiful way to end this season of quantum conversations with this powerful reminder of the infinite possibility of love and how we access it by creating it is so beautiful so as we say goodbye today i just want to give you a moment to bring forth any last words of encouragement for our community Mm, i'd love to we would love to so Your partnership with the divine is the greatest gift you can bring. So I want each of you to feel 
on your left or your right. Some of you it's on your right. Most of you it's on your left. I want you to feel you're holding hands with a presence, a being. Maybe it's somebody you've got a name for, you know, a particular archangel or whatever. Some presence from the invisible that is here with you now, squeezing your hand, saying, you are so loved, you are so supported. Feel that it's right here with you at this level. And as it squeezes your hand, feel its other hand is on your lower back. On your lower back, you are held. You are held sacred. I've got your back. And just breathe that in. Again, that is beautiful. That's our power, people. Right here in this present moment, with this connection, supported and loved by the universe. Susan, thank you. You've really helped us move past these loops that we get stuck in, these wackadoodle, wackadoodle experiences <laughs> that teach us simply to come back to this, to be responsible for our vibration, to simply shift it by getting creative and also, you know, watching our words and staying focused on the prize. And that is our partnership with the divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Thank you, Lauren, and thank you all. Beautiful to be with you. Beautiful to be with you, Susan. We will have you back on our show to go even deeper in conversation. Uh, there's so much more we could talk about, and I thank you for yeah. your your work and your your divine love frequency that you shared with all of us today. You're so welcome. Beautiful. So great to be with you. Thank you. Namaste. Well, now it is time as we close our episode to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And this I hope you find activating. It's all about love. We will stand in love no matter what. It's our partnership with the divine. Namaste. Thank you, everyone. All seven and we'll watch them fall They stand in the way of love and we will smoke them all With an intellect and the savoir-faire No one in the whole universe will ever compare I am yours now and you 
are mine and together we'll love through all space and time so don't cry one day all seven will die Then I saw an angel come down under me In her hand she holds the very key Words of compassion, words of peace And in the distance, an army's marching feet But behold, we will watch them fall We lay down
some of y'all don't. Some of y'all might get with this, and some of y'all won't, but listen. Check the flavor of the rhythm I blow. Check the flavor of the rhythm I blow. Check the flavor of the rhythm I blow. My wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. 
Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.